This is the Pick 8 Podcast. Uh, my name is Smitty, coming to you from the Franklin House in Sioux Falls, South Dakota. Uh, back with a guest that's not a family member. The last two I've had have been family members. Uh, today, I have my buddy Chris Lawrence. Um, Chris, uh, we've gotten to know each other over the past probably 10, 15 years. Um, and uh, yeah, I'm excited to have a little chat with you. Um, go ahead and say hi and a little bit what you think about being here. Sure, yeah. Um, hi, and uh, <laughs> I'm glad to be uh, on the Pick 8 podcast. This is this is awesome. Uh, in the Franklin house, yeah. I've uh, listened to your other episodes. They've been great. Yeah. And uh, yeah, it's good to, to be on your show. Okay, nice. So you know, you've listened to it. You know the format. I have 10 questions that I've come up with. Uh, you have two vetoes that you can use i like you call them punts when we were talking right before i like that uh so you have two punts at any point to use cool number one you are stuck in an elevator for hours what items do you wish you had oh that is a great question i would say a book would be awesome yeah something good to read yeah um I used to play a lot of like words with friends. You know, mm. It's like playing Scrabble. Mm-hmm. Although I haven't done that in the last couple of years. I think yeah. my life has been a lot more productive <laughs> as a result. But if you're stuck in an elevator, that would definitely pass the oh, time. That'd be glorious. Yeah. yeah. Something with words would definitely keep me okay. very entertained. And Yeah. 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 Any sort of sustenance? Oh, yeah. Um, some of those, uh, is it chips with lime? And some, mm. some chips and salsa, you know, some, the chips with lime and, yeah, yeah. and some really good salsa. Right. Yeah. I think that would be a great snack. And Yeah. I was almost stuck in an elevator this week, actually. Oh, really? I was delivering to a place, you know, 8th and Railroad? Yep. I was in 8th Railroad, just finished a delivery, walking towards the elevator, and the power went out and the whole, like, big section of Sioux Falls went out of power, but in that building. So I was probably like... 10 seconds from being in the elevator when the power went out. <laughs> so, you know, what's crazy about those situations is that when you get in something like that, what ends up happening is you're so impatient to get out of there mm-hmm. that you just don't enjoy the process of like, sure. Oh, I have 20, 30, you know, maybe two hours right. to use and I could have some contemplation. Uh-huh. But I never would use that situation very well. No, you're just pissed that you're there and you want to get out of the situation. Yeah, totally. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I get it. Unless you had chips and salsa. Yeah, unless you had chips and salsa and words with friends and a good book. Yeah. Uh, We're on to number two. What's something that you were afraid of as a child? Ooh. Wow. Some of these I'm, I'm like, man. I don't want to. I don't want to punt. I do not want to <laughs> yeah. punt. On the second question, no. I mean, no. Um, I'm just trying to think what I was afraid of. We can also come back to it. Like if you just want to percolate. Yeah, let's let's percolate on that one. Yeah. Okay, we'll we'll skip to number three. What advice would you give to someone graduating from kindergarten? <laughs> um. Buckle up. It's going to be a long ride. Yeah. Like you're just getting started. Yeah. But it's fun. I mean, I think, as, you know, as you remember, it's like some of those years are awesome. Just yeah. you're around some of these these peers that, you know, especially if you stay at the, the same school, you're going to be with them for a long time. You're going to get to know them. Yeah. 
it feels like a grind. It feels long, but just got to enjoy the process. It's like yeah. an elevator, you know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You got your friends, some words. Yeah. yeah, it's like being stuck in an elevator. Yeah, I promise the doors are going to open at some point. Yeah. And you might even miss the elevator. You're going to miss being in <clears throat> grade true. school. Yeah. Uh, same kid now graduating from high school. What advice would you give them? Oh, man. I would say I would do I would do some more schooling just because I think yeah. that there's two parts of that. I would say don't rush it if you don't know what you want to do. Mm-hmm. But I also think the... Uh, the college experience, it's not even just the learning, although that's, you know, does help you think on a different level. Yeah. But it's the social, it's sure. the social aspect of college. Right. Um, where you, you're kind of on your own. You got to remake yourself, so mm-hmm. to speak. You got to make new friends. Mm-hmm. I even, I'm a big advocate for out of state. Okay. However, yeah. <laughs> today I think that's even way more difficult. Just cost. For, yeah. Cost wise. And so maybe you could, you know, go somewhere, live for a year, get in-state in state tuition or do the whole, um, they have the, uh, what's it called? Like where the, it used to be called the Western undergrad, Undergraduate Exchange Program. Okay. Where it was like South Dakota, Montana, Idaho, and some some others that were nearby where you could get in-state tuition. Oh, if yeah, qualified. yeah. Mm-hmm. But it's a whole conspiracy I found because if you don't do it in the beginning you don't get it then like oh. so you can't like just show up and be like oh i found out about this this program i remember i went to uh university of montana which was actually the third school i went to that, <laughs> but that's a whole other story when i when i went there i found out that you can get that uh in-state tuition okay and i was like wait a minute yeah. and and they're like sorry you're already here so too bad Ugh. But fortunately, the price of education when I was at yeah. University of Montana was like, it was ridiculously cheap. I right. think it was maybe for a whole year was like $12,000. Which is nothing nowadays. Which, yeah, which yeah. now that's maybe what it costs. It's probably maybe even more in-state now. So okay. Okay. that's a whole other issue. I, I digress. Yeah. What about, have you ever done any research into like Peace Corps or Work for America? Yeah. Like those, like, I feel like they're in between... Yeah. In between high school and college. Yeah. Oh, you know what? I have to uh, Yes. Think. Yeah, I know exactly what you're talking about. I've, I've met some people who've done those. You know what I would say that would appeal to me even mm-hmm. more? And this is tricky because you either do it in between high school and college or you do it right after college. But okay. there's this pressure in our, especially in American society. It's okay. like once you get your degree, whether it's high school or college, you got to get on mm-hmm. with whatever it is. Mm-hmm. Like there's no gray there's no time to figure life out um or it's generally looked down upon you're a slacker you're sure. kind of drifting right but this would happen where when i've had a chance to travel okay. where i would meet other young people mm-hmm. like when i was in south america mm-hmm. for a i used to write for a magazine and i was down there in a story assignment and then i had some free time and i was on this backpacking trek in it's called torres del Paine national park okay and I would meet all these these young people from like Israel and yeah. some of these other countries yeah. where they had mandatory uh, military service. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then uh, they finished their, I think it was like two years. And okay. they would, they would make, right. make this money. And then they would uh, they would just travel for a year. Awesome. And it was normal. Yeah. And I'm like, why can't that be normal in the US? Right. I'm like, you know, the world can wait for you. You right. know, like you're right. going to be more rounded. I think you'll have mm-hmm. more to offer if you if you kind of buck the trend a little bit mm-hmm. and i'm not saying like go waste 10 years right. but a few years come on i mean like yeah. 
it's going to be hard to get that back like, right. later on. What are you right. going to do it at 30? Then maybe you are going to raise some eyebrows if you just go like, <laughs> <laughs> right. you know. <laughs> yeah. I wish I would have done something like that. Me too. Yeah. See, yeah. Now it's like, yeah. I think about, yeah, I'm going to go hike the Appalachian Trail. When? Right. You know, like I, you know, I started, you know, I'm, yeah, I'm busy. Yep. I have kids. Yep. Right. Um, and it's, uh, yeah. Or I should say I have, I have a kid. Yeah. Um, I'm busy and it's, it just doesn't fit in with life and career. And it's yeah. like that year or two window for someone who graduated is kind of precious in that way where mm-hmm. that's the time. Mm-hmm. So anyway, that'd be my advice. That'd be good. Uh, you ready to go back? Sure. Number two was... What were you afraid of as a child? You know, I think sometimes I I hated not being able to sleep. Okay. I, I, I generally slept well, but if I didn't and I was the only person awake, it really bothered me. I don't know why. <laughs> I don't know why. Like you would wake up or you couldn't get to If I sleep. couldn't fall asleep. Yeah. So, I, you know, then I go bug my brother, you know, <laughs> hey, what's going on? And usually he was up later. He, he'd yeah. watch like... David Letterman, and then he oh, went to sleep, and I yeah. usually went to bed earlier, so yeah. there was a good rhythm with that. But I think that'd be one thing. Yeah, that's one thing I think about. Over to number four, who is the most difficult person you have met? Ooh, most difficult person I've yeah. met. Yeah. Ooh. Um, I don't know what my answer is either. I generally have tried to avoid them, so, or <laughs> yeah. forget them because right. it was so traumatic and right. that difficult. There was like one interaction and then never again. Yeah. 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 But no, we've all we've all interacted with some difficult people. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I might. Uh, I think I'm punting on that all because right. I can't think of one. Yeah, that's what it's there for. Yeah, sweet. I used it. We got one. <laughs> you are mailing a package. What's in that package and who is it going to? Ooh, that's good. Well, I think it would be uh, going to one of my buddies I hadn't seen Mm -hmm. in a while. And uh, I would send them, you know, a really good book. Yeah. You know, maybe it's a a cool outdoor adventure book. Right. Or it's um, perhaps a devotional or something like that. Yeah. Maybe send them some... uh, Oh, some great new like power gel or something. You know, a lot of my friends like to. Oh, like for energy. Yeah, for energy. Uh, okay. A lot of my friends like to either mountain biking or, or backcountry skiing or stuff that takes yeah. a lot of energy. So I'd, I'd get them something like that. Or uh, I mean, I just sent some stuff to my friends recently. Like I, I went out on a, a ski trip to Salt Lake City. Mm-hmm. Wanted to say thank you to my buddy. So okay. I sent him. What did I send him? Like a yeah, I sent him a couple books. Get you got to hit the different areas of like interest. You know. Yeah. Something that's like kind of fun to read, maybe something to eat. You know, that's, that's kind of right. Like, who doesn't want to get a, a yeah. package like that? Yeah, I would take it. Yeah. Yeah. Kind of bouncing off that. Like what are like you've done a lot of outdoor adventurous activities. Mm-hmm. What are some of those things you've done with yeah. with friends that? Yeah, definitely. I It's it's funny. I think my I've done a lot of things mm-hmm. and I think um there's more I want to do. That's sure. for sure. Yeah. Like it's kind of, I, I love it. I just very passionate about different outdoor yeah. sports. Anything. I think skiing is still number one. Okay. It always remains number one. Although my, <laughs> my wife always says, whatever you're doing right now, it's like, what is your uh, favorite? And yeah. you'll, you'll act like it's your favorite. Yeah. But if you have to pare it away, I think skiing and specifically backcountry skiing okay. is my favorite. But uh, I also like rock climbing. Yeah. I like hiking. I like mountain biking. I like whitewater rafting. I used to be into kayaking. Okay. Um, I, I can still do it. I, I, I sold it recently. And there's a, there's a lot I like to do. Do you ever see the Big Sioux and be tempted to 
kayak that thing? That's a great question. You know, I I thought about it because okay. it's got. I mean, I've taken a look at the the Sioux Falls many times. Yeah. And there's been like when I've been home here. I live here now currently. Oh, yeah. But uh, when I didn't. And I would come and visit after when I was living in Montana or some of these other places. Mm-hmm. Like one of my college friends would come through. I, I remember specifically, yeah. there's a guy who literally has kayaked off 50-foot waterfalls. So the oh, Sioux wow. Falls, he was looking at it with the eyes of, oh, if, if I was going to do this, this is how I would do it. So okay. it wasn't just talk. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, I mean, he's done some pretty gnarly stuff. And uh, we looked at the falls and we're like, wow, that looks awesome. But then when you read more about mm-hmm. the E. coli thing. Oh, um, thanks, Morels. Yeah, thanks, Morels, or, <laughs> you know, kind of the nature of living in an yeah. ag area. But yeah. Uh, yeah, as far as like the the features and, and terrain of the river, it's really cool. I mean, it's, yeah. it's a cool river. Yeah. However, the pollution, when yeah. you, especially if you're kayaking and you roll upside sure. down, uh, that water you kind of gets in your nose. And, yeah. and it, that's probably what would keep me from... Yeah. Water kayaking in the Sioux. Yeah. Though I, I, I love the Sioux, but yeah. yeah. How uh how tall is the Sioux Falls? Like I at Falls Park? I believe it's fifty feet. It is fifty. Yeah. And there is a guy I've there's I think been a couple people that have kayaked off it. Okay. I saw that time I mentioned with my friend that we were looking <laughs> at it and sizing it out, like two days later. Some guy from Colorado huh. ran it, and they and they put it on the front cover of the Argus Leader. Oh, really? I was like, "What are the odds?" But anyway, huh. yeah, it was crazy. <laughs> that is crazy. Well, if there's ever like a way to cure E. coli instantly, <laughs> I don't know what yeah. I'm saying, honestly. But I think he must have turned out all right. I'm 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 guessing, okay. or maybe they would have done a follow up story. You yeah. know, kayaker who went off waterfall is in critical condition, yeah. and you know, one of the hospitals or something. Right. But yeah. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah. Where have you changed your mind in the last couple of years? Oh, wow. Yeah, I think, um, yeah, that's a great question. Yeah. I would say in the last couple of years, what has changed my mind is I think even um, some of the career stuff I'm doing has changed okay. a little bit. Yeah. What was kind of the change? Yeah, well, quickly? so like I was... Um, I was exclusively doing stuff with Lifelines, which it's an outdoor program or, okay. or uh, outdoor ministry, you know, taking people doing different outdoor things, specifically college students it was mostly our audience. And then I kind of went through a health trial and it yep. opened my eyes to um, what people go through when they face cancer. Okay. Yeah. And so I've been along with, I'm still doing the outdoor thing. I'm still yeah. doing like where I, I guide for uh, Lifelines. But then on the side, I've uh, also been getting involved with that aspect of, uh, I want to call it philanthropy or whatever. (laughs) But, you know, just people who, my eyes are open to what people go through when they face cancer. And I really have a heart for them. And I know that one of the biggest things they need is hope. And so that has become something that my mind has changed, has been changed. Because I think you'd ask me three, four years ago about hope. And I'd just be like, I honestly, I don't think I realized how important it was. So that probably wouldn't have been, my mind has been changed a lot. Yeah, (laughs) right. It hasn't been the last couple of years, but I know a few years ago, I remember thinking as hope as like a negative thing. Hmm. You know, like it can be this too high lofty expectation. Yeah. And then if it doesn't meet that that hope, that expectation. Yeah. uh, Then it can become a a negative thing. Yeah. Yeah. so yeah, hope is uh it's also it's something we all need. All something we crave. Yeah. Um Barack Obama ran his campaign partly just on hope. It's true. You know, that is an interesting uh yeah insight that 
hope. Yeah. Um, I had another question <laughs> off, off, off of that when you were talking. It's gone. It's okay if it comes back. Yeah. You feel free to ask. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Um, so to clarify, where where did you change your mind? Sure. I think, okay, here's, here's what happened. Yep. I realized how important hope is. Okay. I didn't really understand that before. Yeah. Like I said, what like what, what you would have said, yeah. like, I mean, you pretty much, you, you said it very well that even the way we use it in the English language, mm-hmm. we're like, yeah, I hope for that. Like mm-hmm. it's something that oh, maybe it'll come true. Maybe it won't. I don't know. I care, but I don't care. Yeah. What we don't realize. And what I realize is that hope is actually what keeps us going. Mm-hmm. And we don't really understand that or well we realize how vital hope is when it's threatened Mm -hmm. that's what i would say Mm -hmm. because when you when you find yourself in a place in life where you don't where you don't feel like there is hope yeah or you're not sure like where your life's heading and that can be in so many things like whether you're actually i mean literally facing death or you're just like i don't see any way that i could be happy again Mm -hmm. or i don't see any way that i could find a job or whatever, you begin to feel hopeless and it kills your zest for life, mm-hmm. your um, your motivation. Mm-hmm. And so what I realized is just how important having hope is okay. to look forward to something. And I and I think it's I've learned it's there's there's confidence in it too. It's not just um wishy-washy. Mm-hmm. Like it's like hope is I mean you you put a lot into mm-hmm. it and everybody has it unless they're like on a couch in a dark room somewhere like cuz they don't have it. I mean yeah. I guarantee like yeah, yeah. you feel it when you oh, yeah. don't have it. Yeah. And so that changed for me okay. understanding that. Yeah. I just always had it, I think. Okay. Most of the time. Sure. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh do you have a mentor and um, then do you mentor? I would say yes. I've had different points where different people have poured into my life and and helped mentor me in different aspects. Right, right now, um, I have a couple based on what I'm doing. I've been building some websites mm-hmm. and things like that. Oh, yeah. And marketing stuff, communications. So I would say my my dad has helped mentor me. He ha- has like 40 years of marketing experience. Okay. And I've been building this website yep. and dabbling in all things tech and just trying to, uh, how to expand things. And, uh, even as a writer, so he's been very helpful in that. And then I also have this other guy who helps mentor me. His name is Mickey. He helps okay. not Mickey mouse. Um, <laughs> just to clarify. Uh, he's a real, real guy. He has helped me with, um, mentor me in technology and just understanding, like, if you're going to start out to build a website, like, right. How do you build it? What's the foundation you build it on? And anyway, so yeah, I think those are two people that um, at this yeah. time are mentoring me. I've had other points too, where you know even people kind of mentoring me in different outdoor adventure sports yeah, or right. or in ministry uh, or other aspects of life. Do you mentor anyone currently or not? Not really. Yeah. Well, yes. I, okay. Let me let me back up. <laughs> yes. Not as much as I've I have at other points. When I was especially on the college campus, like sure. that was my full time thing. Like I right suppose. now, I still work with students, but it's limited to trips or like we go away for five weeks and lead a lifelines. I call it a summer mission. It's we for five weeks are with them and we take them on different outdoor adventure things. Yeah, and, and so there I, I I get to know students, and usually it happens rather you know organically yeah. where we just get to know them and then. Guys, like, hey, can we talk more? Sometimes we talk more about life, and yeah. and there's been that. Um, there's been a few others, like especially when I was more full time on campus, where they're like, hey, you know, I want to learn from you, and we start mm-hmm. meeting consistently, or mm-hmm. maybe there's something specific, sure. or, 
I've mentored some guys in, you know, rock climbing yeah. and some other cool. aspects like that. Yeah, it was really fun. Right. I think, as you know, with guys, yeah. the more we can be doing things, yeah. it just creates this space where you can bond so yep. well. Yep. Having some sort of common goal yeah. of something you're building or fixing or adventure. Yeah. 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 That's, it's just such a great icebreaker. Yeah. Got it. What is your favorite commercial? <laughs> Um, I don't have to think about that, but, uh, going from, yeah. going from, uh, mentoring to, uh, you know, some of these, I, I, I'm one of those type of guys that I'll think of the perfect answer later. Yeah. Oh yeah. I wouldn't do good at this. Honestly, <laughs> if I was, if we reversed it, I don't, I don't think off the top of my head very well. Oh, well, I so, like, I like this format though. Yeah. I mean, it's, um, I mean, these questions are coming from, from all over. They are. But they're good. They're yeah. they're 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 very interesting. Yeah. Um, I mean, the only one that I can think of that's funny, and maybe it wasn't even that funny, but it was one of those <laughs> Super Bowl commercials where it was like, I think it was for Doritos, or puppy, monkey, baby, you know? And like, oh yeah. It was really bizarre. Yeah. And I just remember I, I had some buddies that I was watching that particular uh-huh. Super Bowl with, and my friend just wouldn't shut up about that. Even really? Weeks later, he's like, puppy, monkey, baby, and I mean, it just kind of became this funny thing. It was a little, it was a little goofy, but. So that's yeah. the one that's coming to mind. Yeah. I'm sure there's many others. But... Yeah. Right. <laughs> Though I've been watching a lot of March Madness basketball. Oh, yeah. What do you got? It's a There's a series of them, but basically it's two basketball commentators. And the one guy is like a legit good basketball commentator. And the other guy just says dumb stuff. <laughs> so like there's one where the dumb guy is... Uh, He's literally just describing the colors of the jerseys. It's like, we got this black jersey with a nice gold trim, and that really accents the numbers, and then the blah, blah, blah. And the good announcer's like, uh, you're the color commentator, but that doesn't mean you have to actually just talk about the colors of the jerseys. <laughs> <laughs> and the other guy just looks straight deadpan at him, and then just goes right back into describing <laughs> the colors of the jerseys. That's awesome. So, He's just like... He gives him like the look of death. Yeah. What do you say? What do you mean? I'm going to describe the jersey. <laughs> That's really funny. So, anyway, but they have a whole series of them. And, but that of all the ones they do, I think that's my favorite one. Nice. So, uh, man, I lost count. I should have numbered these. I think it's eight. Nope. It is nine. We're at number nine. Okay. Yeah. Cause I punted one, I think. Yep. Oh yeah. So you got one in the back pocket. One still. lifeline left. What small change would you do? to improve your marriage relationship? It's a good question. I guess always good to think about. I would say... Small thing. Small thing. I just know with uh, my wife and I, if I take her doing outdoor adventure stuff, yeah. she loves it. Is that how you guys met? Um, no, sort of? we, we definitely bonded okay. that way. Sure. She just loves being outside yeah. like me, which awesome. is, I'm really thankful for her in that way. Yeah. But uh, we always have a good time when yeah. we do that. And yeah. it doesn't even have to be anything crazy. So I would just say, however I can incorporate that into our life like, as much as possible. Like a walk around the block. Even that. Yeah. yeah. Even Like that. super simple. Even better if it was like a national park. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> but that's not a small thing. No, and that's a little tough. <laughs> when to when we live here. <laughs> yeah, we got to go all the way over to the western side of the state to get to a national right. park. So. Right, yeah. Yeah. yeah, but no, I think just anything, just getting her outside, it just always is a boost. Last one, number ten. If you could live in any time in history, what would you choose? Oh, finally one. I think I know right exactly. 
Okay, yeah, that's easy. I would say the late 1800s. Okay. Or mid 1800s, the, okay. the old West. Ah, uh, yeah. Here's why. Because, so my background's in journalism and writing. Yeah. The industry of journalism writing has been decimated uh-huh. by the internet uh-huh. age and just, you know, uh, print newspapers or they're, they're disappearing or yeah. they've been significantly reduced. Yeah. Uh, the salaries are reduced. The prominence of them has been reduced. Right. Anyone can, you know, write a story online and whether it's credible or not. Have you seen the paper Argus lately? I swear it's like two pages. Yeah, it's it's getting really tiny. Yeah. And I mean, gosh, I could tell a story about that. I remember what, right after college when I graduated and I went in there and tried to get a job mm-hmm. and they're like, we're a Metro newspaper. You know, <laughs> I'm sorry. You know, they actually did. They were ended up being really cool to me. But at first they're like, no, this is way too big of a uh-huh. deal for you. You know, right. anyway, but uh, no, they, they ended up letting me be a, a what are they? They kind of took me on as a, a freelancer. But anyway, okay. your question, though, sorry. I would pick the Old West. Yeah, yeah. And be a journalist because yeah. they made lots of money. They okay. were very prominent. Yeah. And they were super influential. There mm-hmm. wasn't the internet. Gosh, it makes it sound like I just want to, you know, make money and be important and all. But I mean, it was kind of fun because I just think it would be fun because the the newspapers had a lot of clout and they were... It just meant more. Yeah, it yeah. meant more. And it was such a powerful medium to influence. The, I mean, I would say it's not like they were like getting wealthy but they got paid well mm-hmm. they do not get paid well now right. and really and in the history of in the last 20 30 years they never get paid well mm-hmm. and they're usually this isn't necessarily me but there's there are some you know a lot of journalists are typically pretty smart people mm-hmm. and i just don't think it's always just what they get paid what, what they mm-hmm. get paid and so that'd be kind of a fun era sure and also i i like the old west yeah. you know maybe yeah. romanticized but yeah that. like i you and i try to go to westerns yeah we've tried we haven't i haven't really taken you to a good one yet i don't think uh, yeah maybe not i don't we, know which 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 one do we we went to um hostiles that was it's okay that was mixed what right. did we go to any others uh maybe it wasn't you maybe i went with someone else what's the leo leonardo dicaprio one was that the quick and the dead no, after that. Like last three years. I should know this. It's embarrassing. <laughs> I can't think. I don't know. This makes for great podcasting too. Yeah. We just guys sitting around thinking, what was that movie? <laughs> yeah, it's only people love that part of the podcast. <laughs> the Revenant. Um, the Revenant. Yeah. Did that we was go to awesome. the Revenant? I don't know if we did, but no, I was thinking we it. did. That was a good one. That was an excellent yeah. one. Yeah, yeah, that was that was gritty. Yeah. I think we did go to that. I think so. That was a home run, I thought. Yeah, loved it. Yeah, I, I, had, a, I had a great time on yeah. that. So, yeah, yeah. That, was, that was good. Do you have a, uh, like a book series that are based on the West? Maybe you're, are you, do you read much? I do. Like um, books, like series? You know, like on I, I, I kind of reserve the books I read usually. I don't, I haven't read a lot. Like I own a Western trilogy, yeah. but I've like, I usually make it through one of the books. Yeah. But I um, read a lot of adventure books. Yeah. Western ones, uh, I've been hitter. Well, okay, you know, Undaunted Courage mm-hmm. and some of the staple ones. Yeah. And there's one I read in the last couple of years called Astoria. Never heard of it. It's also like a, uh, the world is when the U.S. was like more of like a territory. Okay. And it's about okay. this. It was an expedition like Lewis and Clark. Mm-hmm. It had the potential to be that level of scale, mm-hmm. but it was just a disaster. Okay. So it was it was pretty fun to read. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I love the, I eat those kind of books. Yeah, up. yeah. Yeah. Sounds awesome. Uh, Well, that's our 10. Sweet. You did nine. Yeah. The pick nine podcast. (laughs) 
I feel like I I um I kind of got a little extra credit in there. I didn't do just the minimum. If if I was, oh yeah yeah you know right. I had one lifeline or one punt left. Right. You should get some sort of gold star or something. Something yeah. yeah. I'll see what I can do. All right. Yeah. <laughs> uh, any questions you wanted to send back my way or? I'd be curious. What's your what's your favorite movie genre? I think it's sci-fi. Ooh. I um over the probably last five years. I've kind of gotten more into that genre of movie. Yeah, like gone out of my way to try and catch some of the classic movies. And Are there yeah. any particular sci-fi movies in the last few years that have stood out to you that you're like, this is this is awesome? Yeah, Arrival. Oh. Uh, Amy Adams, Aliens Come to Earth, and it's first, first contact type of movie. Yeah. Um, but it is it is so well done, and... The way they incorporate language, both written and verbal, into the plot, the actual plot of the movie, uh, literally just melted my mind. After the movie ended, I just sat in the chair until the credits were all the way done. Just sat there taking in the movie. So I gotta watch this. Yeah, you got me. You got me hooked. I, yeah, I used to. I mean, I've. I haven't been as big into sci-fi in the last few years, but that's because my wife doesn't like it. Sure. But yeah. I love it. If she's gone or something, I'm going to totally geek out with some sci-fi. Yeah. Uh, have you ever watched the old uh, Twilight Zones with Rod Serling? You know, uh-uh. Oh, we got to talk. Oh. <laughs> we got to talk. Okay. They're, they're, they're really good, like, sci-fi kind of tales. Yeah. And they're they're shorter. They're, they're in black and white. Yeah. Is and that Alfred Hitchcock? No, it's no. Uh, Rod Serling okay. was the host. Okay. And uh, they're 30 minute episodes. Yeah. And you, I think they're all on Netflix, maybe. Probably. They're they're often, I mean, they're strange tales. Yeah. They're often, they're in the sci fi genre. Sure. But uh, they're, they just recently came out with a new twist on that. Uh, on, yeah, The Twilight Zone. Yeah. I, I, haven't, I haven't seen it yet, right. but I heard it's good. I so. think Jordan Peele is behind the new one. Okay. Yeah, you know maybe. Yeah. No, I, I yeah. love his name. Yeah. Awesome. Well, that was it. Catch you around, I guess. Sounds good, man. (laughs) You're the maestro. I just always had 30 couch outside to influence traumatic conspiracy ministry.